If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. All right, uh, welcome uh, back to Mind Pump. This is a fitness comedy awesome show. Um, go to mindpumpradio.com. We got free workouts. Actually, what you'll find on there are our last workouts or samples of what we did last. And we also got some programs on there. I have my No BS Six Pack Formula. It's a workout program uh, designed to develop a six pack abs. Uh, you guys have your nutrition. Um, yeah, nutrition survival guide. Boom. It's just, yeah, it's a basic you know starter kit for nutrition and and what to focus on and you know really how to approach it in a, a safe and healthy way. Fantastic. So on that note, I wanted to talk about a very controversial subject. Um, that it's actually controversial, not just in fitness and health. I mean, it's controversial all over the place. I want to talk about genetically modified organisms, or as most people know, uh, know them by the acronym GMOs. GMOs. So let's. I want to start by explaining what a GMO is, or what a genetically modified organism is, or in this particular case, what we're referring to. Humans have been modifying food for a very, very long time. So we've been crossbreeding things. We've been irradiating certain foods to cause uh, uh, certain, uh, you know, products to come out. But GMOs are unique in this, in the sense that we take individual genes and insert them in a laboratory into a food to give it a particular um, trait or benefit. So to give you an example, um, they'll make uh, GMO corn, which is probably the biggest one of the biggest products uh, out there that's GMO, mm-hmm. and it's designed to withstand very, very heavy doses of herbicides. Uh, called glyphosates. Mm-hmm. Um, you might know you might know one of them uh, by its brand name um, Roundup. Yes. So they designed these 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 plants to take these heavy loads so you could spray all this herbicide on them so that they don't die but the but the the weeds do and supposedly it's easier uh, for farmers to grow and the the selling point is you can grow more plants it's cheaper you get more uh, you know you you produce more basically more plant. So um, let's talk about the controversy a little bit. I don't know what have you guys heard. Now we're not, these are not we're not going to go into the facts yet. Mm-hmm. I want let's talk a little bit about what you hear about GMOs. What have you heard? Well, I think a lot of people think it's like a scam. I think people think that it's like just another ploy, like uh, no trans fat in the, right. in this, or you know the whole salt kick that we went through. The whole, no sodium, you know. Like I feel like there's always been all these trends in nutrition, just like we talk about with with working out and, and companies and businesses. Like there's these trends that follow nutrition, where some study comes out and shows, you know, the average American and takes X amount of extra sodium, and some bias report mm-hmm. just shows some crazy amounts, and then the food industry goes, okay, we're gonna slap no sodium on all these mm. these foods. Just so you're talking about the anti-GMO movement, is yeah. what you're referring to, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I've also heard things like GMOs are bad for you, um, Franken food, people have referred to it as, uh, uh, you know, uh, only eat organic or eat foods that are natural, quote unquote natural, right. quote unquote natural and natural. And, and, you know, and there's a, there's a counterpoint to GMOs as far as like from the science perspective. So what, what really are we trying to do as a, an industrial complex is to be able to provide food for masses and masses amounts of people. Mm-hmm. So uh, I remember some statistic that um, it said that, okay, everybody in, in population here in the United States averages about one and a half eggs per day. Mm. So how are you going to provide one and a half eggs for that many people, right? Well, you 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 take you you maximize production of. Uh, I mean, so yeah, this is this is the trend, though. The, like, you have to think in those terms as far as quantity. Mm-hmm. So, and now this is where, um, 
we're we're in a state now where okay, um, we we have excess of things, mm-hmm. but you know how are we actually manufacturing? How are we producing these? Well, and, well, I think the intentions with GMOs have been sold as good, and I'll say sold because I will say this: some of the large companies that produce some of these GMOs. Um, and I won't name any names, uh, but one of them sounds like Bonsanto, um, <laughs> have a bad reputation. They just have a really bad reputation. Um, some people As being call like evil, evil corporation. Right. And, you know, here's the thing with, with business. Here's my opinion when it comes to companies. Um, I don't think companies are evil. I don't think they're good. I think companies do what they're supposed to do, which is produce provide, a, provide a product supply. that makes them a profit. Right. However... Uh, this particular company, I almost said their name. Um, this particular company, as well as others in the food and uh, in the, in the huge mass-produced, uh, you know, food industry, um, are probably the best examples of crony capitalism that I can think of. These companies partner with government and use and influence legislators and and make laws or influence laws to eliminate competition or allow themselves to compete. Unfairly, because I'm all about competition. You, you mm-hmm. know, companies should be able to compete with each other, let the best one win. But I'll give you, I'll give you a good example of what I'm talking about, right? So there was this huge um, uh, label GMO movement, right? That, mm-hmm. In California recently, Prop 37. I, I don't remember. I think so, but it, it, it was like maybe two years ago where people were saying we should force these companies to label GMOs. Yes. Well, let's a little history. GMOs were introduced into the market um, in the mid 90s. Um, they didn't really start to take off until about 97. This is when uh, you know corn and soy um, were introduced in the market. And then they exploded. And now today, if you eat a food that is packaged and is non-organic, probably about a 90% chance it's going to contain some GMO in it. That's how right. much the mark that's how much they penetrated the market in such a short period of time. I think the real stats like actually 80 or 85, but that's still fucking ridiculous. Oh, it's, it's in some cases yeah. it's if it's, if you eat something with corn in it, mm-hmm. you're and it's not organic, you pretty much can guarantee that it's going to be yeah, a GMO. I, believe that, I, know, I think it's the stats, pretty much 80, as 85% corn, is corn is, is GMO. Yeah. Is, is, and, and here's the... Here's, don't you, I've always said, don't you think this is the biggest dead giveaway? You ever drive by some cornfields? No. You never drove by a cornfield before? No, I don't think I Yeah, have. I was in the Midwest, so... Well, yeah, and isn't, isn't, it, isn't it ironic how every single one is exactly the same height and they look exactly the same? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's something yeah, totally well, they perfected it. I mean, so that's what I'm saying, like, it's, yeah, it's not like in nature. When do you ever see a, a, a two orange trees right next to each other grow identical? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't happen. No, well, you know, yeah. with 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 the, with with GMOs, the whole labeling thing. I'll, I'll tell you what, you know, what happened. Here's my problem. I'm I'm always usually against government force. I'm pretty much against government forcing any business to do anything. I think the consumer uh, should be the one that dictates whether a company succeeds or not. Here's the problem I have, however. With GMO, we'll use corn as an example. Mm -hmm. With GMO corn, uh, they produce a product in a laboratory that they then patent. Okay, they have patented this product. Now, the law says you cannot patent nature. So I can't take a rock and say this is patented and and this is now a rock that it's patented. You can't patent anything in nature. However, these companies have been allowed to patent these products and rightly so because they created them in a laboratory. Now, on that same token... They can call their product by the natural counterpart's name. So they've patented a product that's GMO corn, but they get to call it corn. Mm-hmm. So now nobody fucking knows if you're eating corn yeah, or GMO corn. GMO or, and, and here I just saw a statistic here. I was talking about GMO corn. GMO corn contains more than 18 times 
the safe level of glyphosate set by the EPA. Of course. Well, and here's the thing with with uh, with that's with a that. scary statistic. Though. Well, here this is interesting now. Now this is correlation. This is not causation yet. But right, if you look at correlations, you look at the rate of growth of food intolerances and food allergies. Now let me ask you guys a question. We we all grew up mostly in the I'd say in the '90s, right? Uh, early, late eighty '80s and '90s. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember going to class and having five fucking kids in your class with food allergies? No, never. Oh my god, never. yeah, no, never. You know what? My kids go to school now. I swear to God, there's classrooms that are have yeah. to be peanut free, uh, dairy free. I mean, like all allergen free. Whole classrooms. I guarantee every class has one kid at least. Right. Since 1997, food allergies have increased by over 65%. Yeah. Staggering. Huge. Staggering. Huge. Though. That's not evolution. Yeah. That, that didn't even evolutionarily happen. So there's some theories as to why that happened. But if you match up the charts of GMO uh, foods penetrating the market and you, you line it up with the chart of food allergies and food intolerances, they almost match perfectly. Yeah, because at that rate, I mean, it's so unnatural. Like You'd have to account for all these mutations and everything that is happening with that. So, I mean, how can you... It, it, it really, like, you have to look at it from that perspective of what else is, is contributing to this. Well, to be fair, GMOs are tested uh, rigorously. They've been tested so many different times and they've been tested safe and the science that we currently have says that they're safe. Here's the problem. Here's the only problem I have with science. Science only knows what uh, how to test what they know to test. Okay? So, are they're testing for things like toxicity. Are you going to get are you going to eat GMO corn and have a toxic effect? No. They only know how to test mm-hmm. um, one generation. We're going to feed these rats GMO corn for 6 months and then see what happens. Uh, we now know that genes can be expressed differently from generation to generation based upon experiences of the, the the mother and father and based upon their lifestyle. We know this for a fact now. This is new science. Mm-hmm. Um, we are just learning about bacterial flora and the gut. Mm-hmm. This is something we never tested for before. Yeah, but we know it affects metabolism now. It affects metabolism. It affects your mood. Did you know that your gut is the, has a second highest concentration of serotonin receptors in the body? I didn't know that until you told mm-hmm. me. <laughs> right? yep. They call that the second brain. That's, that's why you that's feel crazy. things in your gut, right? So when your gut is bad, higher levels of uh, uh, um, things like depression. Um, so it affects your moods. It affects. Uh, it's one of the major functions of your immune system. It has to do with the gut. What is it? Ten like for every cell you have, you have ten. Um, what do you call those cells for bacteria versus like a, a, a cell? Oh well, you're we, you're a, every person is more bacteria than we have more bacterial like it's cells. Ten than, to one is the ratio. Yeah, you're, you're, you have more bacterial cells than human cells. In your yeah, body. we're actually more bacteria than human. If you if you right. look at it that way, and that's a huge uh, central point for your bacteria. Massive, massive. So they didn't know to test for these things. Um, glyphosates, we know they don't affect humans like human cells, but we do know that they affect bacteria. We know this, but we just don't know what that means because we don't know what, what how to test it. Then there's um, gene transfer, which is now starting to come up. Uh, They're showing that these genes that we're inserting into these foods are starting to transfer over and fundamentally change some of the genes of bacteria. What the fuck could that mean in the future? Yeah. Like we don't we don't know what that could mean. And so it's like this. Here's the truth. The reality is it's a big fucking experiment. Mm-hmm. Right now, mm-hmm. it's only been around in big penetrations in the market for maybe fifteen years. Well, wasn't it wasn't it bigger in in England and then it sort of traced like made its way more you know into the United States? Well, the U.S. is the number one. Uh, we're the number one consumer and producer of uh, GMO products. Many European countries label 
Um, they, they make laws saying that you have to label GMOs. As a result, mm-hmm. um, those countries have lower um, consumption of GMOs. Well, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> right? well, see, that's what pisses me off. I wonder why this I proposition like was turned down. I feel like there's a lot of people that like kind of know, but they don't know. You know, like everyone, it's gotten around enough now. Everyone's like, "Oh, GMO. Yeah, it's probably better to do organic." You know, this kind of. But you don't. Do you really think about the things that you eat habitually? Right. This is where this really matters. Like, right. what, what do you eat on a regular basis? Uh, what are some of your favorite favorite restaurant chains or places that you go to get eat your eat food? Like asking yourself, like, how is that? How is that prepared? And how much of that is genetically modified foods that are you're getting? And like, how much artificial shit are you in taking right. every single day? Well, possibly, like, well, do you remember for years the tobacco industry was pr- providing studies showing how safe tobacco was? And if I took look, if I took a group of people and I had them smoke, you pay cig- a bunch of scientists. Well, to- even even forget that. Let's just okay. say I have them smoke cigarettes every day for three months. Mm-hmm. At the end of my study, I'm gonna say cigarettes don't cause cancer. Answer. <laughs> because it takes a fucking while for right. shit to happen. Now, I'm not insinuating GMOs cause cancer or anything like that, but what I am sh- saying is that it is a massive experiment. We have had a massive explosion of autoimmune disorders, things like Crohn's disease, fucking irritable bowel syndrome mm-hmm. is so common now. Food intolerances. Now everybody's going gluten free because they have food issues and food intolerances. I mean, it's just weird shit is happening. And, you know, our kids go to school in elementary school. I see so many kids with these food allergies. It just blows my mind. How did that happen? So, I mean, and we know not that the gut bacteria has to do with some of that stuff. It makes me wonder... Uh, where's that? Where that's coming from? Yeah, right. how, many, how many people feed their kids like a bowl of cereal every single morning? Shoot. From the oh, that's been the marketing piece since since I was little. I mean, I, I don't remember not seeing that like, as like think, the balanced part that. of your you guys, are, you guys are parents, so that probably the balanced I mean, part of your day. What is that like? What is that like? What, what do you guys have to do for your kids? I like. I'm curious. Like, I mean, I don't have. I'm the one. You have to fight it. I mean, here here's the thing with kids, and this is why this is so important to me uh, personally. And and you, you look into all these things like. Um, Basically, like like cereal or, or or milk or all these things that were marketed so hard as as healthy and and um, now you start to to look at the real causation that you know it's happening and um, it, it, it's a constant battle because for me I, I want to instill like as many good habits as I can in my kids early because the development is so crucial mm-hmm. especially exactly. it's so impressionable in the beginning to where they need nutrients in order to. Um, you know, develop properly yeah. and, and optimally. So yeah. um, it, it's one of those things too that it they hook you so early, and the marketing is so like it it, it, well, it penetrates the 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 cartoons. Like, well, do you guys have any, seen it? Like, you have crazy. any idea how big the corn and the and the wheat and the dairy industry are? Do you know how massive they are? The, the government subsidies. Subsidized, the, yeah. They're, all so, they're so powerfully subsidized that they actually tried to sell us on fucking gasoline made from corn. Right. We were going to turn food <laughs> into fuel, and that was somehow supposed to be awesome for the environment and everything, when in reality it was all bullshit. It just smells like french fries. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, um, I mean, it, so, um, you know, for me personally, I'm, I, I always try to be objective when I, when I look at, uh, um, you know, Situations. I try to look at the science, mm-hmm. um, but here's what I here's my two options. This is what I weigh out because I have children also, and I look at. Okay, so here's what I look at. On one hand, I look at the way foods that humans have been eating forever, mm-hmm. and we know what they do and what they don't do. On the other hand, I have new foods introduced that they say are safe. However, we don't know. 100% how the body metabolizes food, how it's uh, affected. We don't know how gut flora is affected. We don't know how inflammation is affected. We don't know how autoimmune diseases are created. So it's, to me, it feels it feels more like a gamble. Yeah. So I don't mind spending a little bit more on foods that are organic, 
non-GMO. Right. That's just my that's just my choice, my well, personal choice. Yeah, and it's also seeing behavior. So uh, for me, like, let's say, like, we're having a really hard time with my youngest. He just wants anything carbohydrate. He wants, <laughs> you know, he wants the breads and he wants he wants the crackers and he wants all these things. And uh, it's really hard for for us to battle that when we're sending him off to the grandparents and they're giving him the treats and yeah. you know and then it comes back and you're trying to instill all these really healthy habits, um, you know. But but you just actually see the behavior of this um, when he not only that but I also see there's a constipation as aspect to it. So um, you know he eats so much so many carbs that like he oh, gets backed up. Oh yeah, and it, and it and it hurts and then like you know we have to deal with that and yeah. he he cries and screams and you know and his behavior like when he's like your kids on gonna all hate, these, he's gonna hate you. I, I don't care. Day. You know, Dad, like, you were talking about me. Yeah, listen, <laughs> <laughs> when he eats good, he you know he's pretty well behaved and he's he's chill. Yeah, you know what uh, for for the listeners that are parents, I guarantee they're agreeing right now. You can clearly see a change. And your child's behavior. I bet based on they. Oh, it's my, crazy. My kids well, will eat sugar, and well, they're and they're and, and they're little shits for like a, a day because they <laughs> ate bad. And it's like I don't, you know, at the moment I'd rather just give you away. And why don't you guys come back when you're when you're better? It's because yeah. like because like sugar at that at that age is like one of us probably taking a line of cocaine right now. Uh, dude. That's right. probably what it's like. It, it, it actually it lights up the brain similarly when they. Yeah, well, it's yeah. probably that if, if, when you're that young, you've never been introduced to it. Like whack, you yeah. get it. it like the don't first, they don't they actually taste their their, their they, like their taste buds? They have like. Like a heightened sense. Yeah. Well, they well sweet is such a powerful uh, taste for ch- children and adults. Mm-hmm. But you know what's funny? We're talking about corn. They did just some studies just came out right now that compared high fructose corn syrup to sugar, um, and they com- and they did this in mice. Now, uh, for the underwear, high fructose corn sh- uh, syrup is a, it's a, it's a sugar just like sugar is. And and what they what they try to say is that they're the same because they're both sugars. So both both same calories per gram. It's the same thing. But studies are showing high fructose and sugar is not good for you either. But high fructose corn syrup was associated with higher rates of inflammation, hmm. um, higher rates of just poor health. So sugar was actually better than high fructose corn syrup. Now, all your soft drinks in America, they're all flavored with, with high, high fructose. fructose. As a matter of fact, syrup. it's cheaper than sugar because of subsidies. So most things that are sweet don't are, are flavored with high fructose corn syrup. And they're trying to change the name now. If you look on the back of products, it won't say that anymore. It'll just say fructose. How do we explain aspartame? How, how does that still exist in our foods? Well, what's funny is, so so again, aspartame, sucralose, all these uh, artificial sweeteners are safe um, according to studies because we only know what, you know, we only know certain things to test. So are they toxic? No. Are they going to cause, are they, are you going to die in six months by ingesting them? No. Right. But Lo and behold, years Low later, doses. Well, well, aspartame's been around for a while now. All yeah. of a sudden, we're noticing, holy shit, these people consuming these sugar-free drinks are also getting a higher risk for diabetes. How is this possible? It's not affecting their blood sugar. Mm-hmm. It's a chemical that's supposed to just go through the body, and yet it's it's giving them. But this diabetes. is why, yeah, these this is a point why people need to understand like diet, like zero or diet or something that they're drinking as far as a soda goes like mm-hmm. these are still at you're still at the same risk isn't this isn't this the discussion kind of like what we had with uh if it fits for your macros guy yeah yeah, yeah. right yeah well what they found with this with the artificial sweeteners it, again it fundamentally altered uh gut why, don't you, why don't you share that that story with the listeners what with the with that guy what happened? oh well i had it you know it's funny i had this debate we, we actually me and adam kind of tag teamed on this uh the, on this debate online um because we're dicks and uh <laughs> <laughs> someone disagrees with i actually like okay so we call in the but, troops. Uh, before before you, you, you get them pretty good right here. Uh, I actually 
like the kid because I, I like some I like a kid that is first of all he's intelligent. He had an intelligent debate. Oh, he's a smart kid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I have no patience for someone who's just gonna like you know, talk shit and just he wasn't like that. You know, he he'll debate. He was debate giving you back studies left and right mm-hmm. and stuff like that and trying to back up what he was trying to say. Lots of great points, really smart dude. But there's just but his stuff stance that we, was all purely on a stubborn sense. Yeah, and and there's a lot of stuff too that we just we all none of us know because right. there's there right. hasn't been studies long enough. We haven't had we're we're creating things that we can only test for so long that, that it's only existed for four or five years. You can't test for right. what, what does it do 20 years down the road. Right. You know? or, or how does it affect your offspring? You know what's funny? Mothers who are, while they're pregnant, in stressful situations, it will the, the, the genes passed on to the child are the same because they're still from the mother and the father. However, the way the genes are expressed are different. And hmm. the children will be born and they'll be more susceptible to stressful situations. They're in a heightened state of stress. And this makes perfect fucking sense. That a, that a fetus in the womb is going to try to evolve to its environment that it's being born into. Right. Okay. So what does that mean? Well, shit. What about what she eats? Mm-hmm. What about mm-hmm. what the father ate when he, you know, produced the, the, the sperm cells? So these are all oh, what ifs. So if. impressionable. These are all what ifs. And uh, they, they, they're big what ifs, you know. So anyway, with this gentleman, with this guy we're t- that me and Adam were, were tag teaming. So this kid, he posts a picture and um, God, I'm such a dick online. But he posts a picture of like it was like two donuts and I don't know some some it was like cocoa puffs and two donuts or some shit Hot like that. Hot dog and yeah, and, and he's like, this is my like pre- peanut blanket. This is my pre workout uh, my pre workout meal and it fits my macros and you know awesome. I'm healthy or whatever. And so I got into it with him and I'm like, listen, that that's that's a it's a horrible message that you're sending people. And he's trying to explain that no, my fats, carbohydrates, and proteins are within my ranges, so it's perfectly fine. And my, of course, I was telling him, listen, it's not the same. You know, if you eat your, your macros coming from, you know, let's say all you ate were meal replacements and you had perfect macros, you're not going to be as healthy as if you ate whole foods. Right. right. You're, you're just not going to. Do I have the science to back that up? Well, there's some studies here and there, but it's also common sense. I think most people can agree with me <laughs> it's yeah. that if you eat, you know, if all your calories are coming from these processed foods that are in packages that have, you know, a shelf life of five years, you're not going to be as healthy as if you get the same macros, quote yeah. unquote. And that's just from, it. We're starting to slowly see yeah. little bits of things, like getting to your gut floor. Talk like, to yeah. us in 10 we're years. Start, we're starting and, and to see things discussion. come out that are like, but we haven't linked it yet. It's only a matter of time. Yeah. yeah. Here, and another one we just talked about uh, off the air was um, food rotation. You know, you look at these guys on uh, on Instagram and on on Facebook and YouTube that are you know planning out their meals. And oh, like, that's huge in my, in my yeah. business. They're, they're, like, they're like meal prep. And it's like seven of exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. So like tilapia, you know, uh, asparagus and rice or whatever. And it's exactly the same. Dude, it's times. so it's so huge right now because there's all these businesses popping up that are delivery services now, like crazy. I've seen that every yeah. week. There's like a new delivery service now because it's a booming industry right now for these athletes just to pay. It. It's a good. They do it for a good price. They buy all these meat and stuff all because right, it, it is definitely like a labor intensive thing for yeah. These but it's like it's like a three basic thing, you know. Like, it's all the same. Yeah, it's it's and you're just like you're not rotating your food around and getting different ty- different colors. And yeah, you're not getting like, your phytonutrients like. It's not you know well balanced at well, that point well, as far as your your micro right and there's other there's also enzymes nutrients. that you end up utilizing or depleting in the system due mm-hmm. to certain foods and others you might not and then you promote certain gut flora and you kill others off. Uh, food rotation is very important for overall health. Now you have to eat like radically different, like you know zebra meat one day, you know one day, and, you know bison the next day, and ostrich the next. 
But if you just I've never eat, tried that, that would be interesting. Zebra meat? Yeah, zebra oh, meat. I'll eat it. Sounds zebra. good. Yeah. But yeah. if you if you eat if you eat, you know, generally change your foods from here, you know, from one thing to the next, uh, um, and you stick to like maybe four or five types of foods, you're probably rotating enough. Um, but eating the same thing every single time is not only sounds fucking miserable. But uh, that's also not good for you. You guys, ro- I even rotate like how I how I eat chicken. So like maybe um, for a couple of weeks, I'd be eating like chicken breasts, and uh, I'm getting a, a lot of my, a lot of my fat from like a steak or something like that later on in my day. Well, then when I stay on my course, I'll flip flop and I'll give now get chicken thighs and get my fat from my chickens, yeah. and then reduce my and go bison instead of steak, something that's a leaner meat, mm-hmm. uh-huh. so I can. So I'm like staying within my 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 nutrients where I want to be and some of that. But then I get it's like I'm getting different. You're getting different benefits yeah. from you know the different fat and different foods like you know mm-hmm. those are always little ways that you can also rotate too you doesn't have to be so crazy and dynamic like Sal's saying where you zebra meat you yeah, alligator yeah every, <laughs> rotate all kinds you know just yeah. keep it keep it you know like guessing like everything else that we talk about working out everything well I think um, you know number one yes rotate your food but let's look at the uh, the big picture right of course it's not going to replace eating you know uh, within your calories it's not going to replace like if you eat too much food you're going to get fat I don't care how healthy your diet. If you're is. in a surplus, it's just math. Yeah, and, and it's and it's always healthy. It's always healthy to not eat too much. Even if you eat shitty food, it's healthier to eat less shitty food than it is to eat more shitty. Yeah, and food. there's all kinds of studies saying that you, uh, we should actually be living in a deficit, right? We should be. We oh, should, for longevity. Yeah, for longevity. Maybe not for performance, but definitely for longevity. Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So you know, if you're eating, you know, I guess the takeaway from this whole conversation that we're having, uh, number one, I, I, you know, I definitely recommend trying to eat non-GMO organic foods. I don't have the science to support the the, the benefits of it. However, the science is emerging. Mm-hmm. And again, my case comes from A, the cronyism that comes from those companies. I just don't support companies that don't compete uh, in the, on the market like they should. So if you're an asshole, I'm not going to buy your products. And number two, um, we just don't know. So I'm going to ga- I'm going to take the safe bet. I'm not going to gamble with the one that we don't really quite know it. Uh, no yet. Um, number three, rotate your foods. Um, and number four, don't eat. Don't eat more than you need to. And I think you're kind of good, right? Yeah, you're pretty much good. I mean, I as far as like, you know, not trust having a general distrust of the food that you're eating in general <laughs> is how I feel. Like. Uh, you know, coming from from a big corporation and company, yeah. Um, just look at just look at who's really looking out for your health. You know, it's funny too, um, because we're in fitness. God, you know, a lot of people in our industry, a third of their meals every day are extremely processed uh, bars or shakes. Yeah. You know, when we talk about processed foods, ladies and gentlemen, we're not just talking about a box of pop tarts. It's also that bar. Mm-hmm. That you eat. That's extremely processed. Which food. is really so just a candy I, okay, bar. So what I what I had a chance to do, which was really cool. Now, and I don't, I don't know the, the science behind it, but I did a I did a show where um, when I dieted down, I did a hundred percent all food, all natural, organic, and all the way through. And then I did a show where I actually introduced and just let myself when I needed a shake or I needed a bar. I wasn't so strict about always making sure I was getting it all from food, and not even going from a hundred percent over to artificial like bars and right. shakes. I mean, maybe introducing it one once, maybe twice in a day tops ever. 
um, you could see a total difference in my physique. You know what's funny? You, total hear, difference. you hear a lot of these coaches hmm. too is telling their athletes no shakes and no bars yeah. when they're going up to a show, right? Yeah. So if it really is all about the macros, why would they even say that? Yep. Yeah, wild. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, stick with that. So, and think about this. Look, you want to talk about artificial sweeteners, that protein drink that you have every single fucking day for the last 10 years, <laughs> you're, that's that's probably flavored artificially. It's probably got sucralose in it. Hey, can I say, can I say yep. Justin, I've been doing, did, did, you, did I tell you that I ordered his whole... My, oh, okay. my supplement yeah. mix, yeah, yeah. His supplement his mix, cocktail, yeah, his cocktail, champions. all raw, all raw stuff. I'm, I've been pretty consistent with it, dude. I, I love it, dude. Oh, how? No, so, so, I so, feel it. I feel it. So for the listeners, yeah. so for the listeners, we had a, an episode about pre-workout form uh, shakes and I, or you know, pre-workout formulas. And which, I mentioned I would love to break it down like Sal does because Sal does a really cool thing, which is he takes individual. All. I take individual amino acids, and so you get the right dose of each. There's no fillers, no flavors. It tastes like shit, but it's but you get what? How did you feel when you took it the first? Hey. Uh, the first time, the, the very first sip I took, I actually texted you. Remember, I said, oh, yeah. "What the fuck is this shit, bro?" <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, "Dude, it's not supposed to taste good. It's supposed to be fucking great for you." I'm like, "Oh, great fucking point, dude." And it's, I'm like, "It's like it tastes Much like, like some, anything else. It tastes like yeah, you know, it tastes like lime and water. You know what I'm saying? Just a real a, a weird taste. You know, like lime. Like a that was the citrulline. That was the citrulline. Yeah, that's all you taste. Right? How about the effects in your workouts? Oh yeah, no, great. I, I can tell like exactly. I know my timing. Like I literally on when I hit head to my car to the gym like that's the perfect timing because as soon as i get to the gym like instant focus and instant fucking energy like right away or do you get better pumps do you notice recovery all that stuff? oh yeah no and then my recovery time has been great too excellent i mean i just because i've never been that regimen to break all the raw ingredients down actually preload it time it and then time it on the way you, you know uh, my post actual and actually break down the dextrose like that like i've never uh, I've, you know we need dextrose yeah dextrose you know what we need to do we need to uh just put this together in a, in a short uh you know like uh you know formula write it out for people let them get it for free on our site yeah that How did that be, sound? yeah that'd be helpful all right we'll do that we'll do that for you guys because yeah. we because one, one of the things I, I talked about before and if you guys haven't heard before we've talked about uh i'm not a big fan of supplements none of us really are and stuff like that but and the main thing wasn't because it's because what we're talking about right now, all the artificial shit that's in it. Yeah, yeah that's the problem a lot with a lot of these things. So Just the marketing behind there's, it. More there's anything. things that have that have benefit. I mean, we, we all utilize you know whey protein. We all utilize things like that in our mm-hmm. in our diet and branched chain amino acids. Do you guys so think it would do it from a raw standpoint? Now I do take protein powder. I don't I don't know if I can name their 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 product here, but I, I've talked about it a couple times on my Instagram. Do you guys think it would be beneficial if we listed also a couple proteins that we think? Uh, that we actually think are good in terms right. of because they're not you know quality wise quality yeah. Oh, yeah all right we'll do that too let's put that all together for them yeah, yeah all right beautiful thank you for listening to Mind Pump for more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal Adam and Justin visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com until next time this is Mind Pump. <laughs>